Judging Book Covers, your bi-weekly book club podcast where we're going through <laughs> Book Riot's 2021 Read Harder Challenge. I'm Stephanie Cortez, and as always, I'm here with my super amazing and wonderful co-host, Megan Griffin. Megan, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Glad to be back. Good to see yes. you. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's good to see you, too. Yes. Been on a yeah. little bit of an unexpected hiatus. Um was not planned but there was some life stuff going on uh unfortunately both of our dogs passed away so we just needed some time to be with those feelings and yeah just some time yeah. to deal with that yeah but but we're back we are and did you do any reading in between like not i'm for- sure i did <laughs> i'm sure i've i know i have um but there definitely was a good break in there where I wasn't reading. Um, so I had to sit kind of think, I think the last book I finished before this was book eight of the Iron Druid series. Hmm. I know I had started the the novella for uh, A Court of Thorns and Roses or whatever that series is because mm-hmm. the new book came out and I was like, okay, I'll try to catch up. It's literally 300 pages of a shopping trip. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> not helping me remember why I read this series. Gotcha. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Did you read anything in between podcasts? No. I mean, I read some of my Bust magazine when that arrived. Fuck and yeah. And that's about it. There you go. That is about it. <laughs> that is completely understandable. Yeah, so I'm also excited to get back into the routine. Um, I did a quick little happy hour at my job today, and because it's kind of awkward to do it on Zoom, they give you like, <laughs> you can chat about the, here's some question ideas or things that you guys can chat about because they mix you up in breakout rooms. And one of them was like, um, kind of like things you miss from besides just people, except everyone said people, um, from going into of the course. office. And a bu- couple of us did say our commutes be- and I specifically said I got so much reading done right. on my commutes that uh, the, I'm like, I need to make like a concentrated effort to get that done now. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. It should be able to sit for an hour and just read. But instead it's like, well, yeah. I could sleep that extra hour. I was about right. to say something about getting up and doing chores or something. Yeah. I was like, no, I just go back to sleep. <laughs> it's easier to watch Netflix. Oh, so oh. George and I are watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which you know I've okay. seen, which yes. he has not. Like he yes. specifically wanted to watch it. So I was like, okay, let's do it. I'm loving it. This is like going against our TV schedule. Don't binge. We are totally nice. binging because I can't like not. Of course, of course. <laughs> Plus like Ace of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a comfort show for me. It's also one that I can have on while I'm working to like right. have sounds like of other human life and alien life because it's S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but... Like, because of everything with Chief Brody passing away, you know, he's, George has been super supportive and amazing. And a lot of, like, a lot of it's like, oh, well, what do you want to watch? What would make you feel good? And I'm like, I'm just going to say, let's keep going with S.H.I.E.L.D. if you don't stop me. And he has not stopped me. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's that's so good. good. I love it. Is it wrong that my comfort show for the last few weeks has been Criminal Minds? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Because <laughs> it's either that. Or Friends that's been on. But Friends oh, is what I fall asleep yeah. to. So, um, Definitely like friends, friends is on downstairs right now. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Criminal Minds. Yeah, it's about. It's like, I feel that. I feel like I didn't really get into Criminal Minds, but I like, like, Bones. I fucking loved right. Bones. Loved Cast. Like, I like those one-shot. Procedural. Or one-shot. One- yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and unless I'm being told I have to watch WandaVision or Sweet Home, that's the other show we did. So yeah, it's been it's been interesting. <laughs> I did enjoy WandaVision. I do want to go Very rewatch good. that too. Cause the first, yes. like, I that show was amazing. Like, <laughs> what they did with that show was awesome. Yes, from what I'm gathering, it, I feel like it hits like a certain demographic or age group better, mm. but like. Well, like, I know for sure younger than 25, I'd say, they're all, like, the first three episodes, I think, don't make as much sense. Ah. Uh, whereas I'm like, oh, Nick at Night, uh-huh, yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is, this is comfort food. Yeah. And also, it's just, 
it's great getting to see Elizabeth Olsen because I don't yes. really know her from anything else. And Wanda hasn't been the most like happy-go-lucky fun. <laughs> She's had a life and like getting to see her have fun in this role. Like, yes. 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 She was in the last Godzilla movie. No. Yes. Maybe the sure. one before that. Yes. With yeah. her brother, with Quicksilver. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And okay, so she I forgot. Was in, I do know her from one other thing. <laughs> there's a movie she does with Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yes. Is it Ingrid Goes West? Yes. Yes. Some, so who told me that? Maybe if it wasn't you, it was probably George. But I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Nope. Highly recommend that as well. Cool. It's been on my Netflix, my Netflix, no, Hulu list for a very long time. But as we've discussed, I'm the worst at starting new things. So I need to, like, <laughs> get on I understand. that. I understand. Yeah. Ah, so, we're back into the challenge. And for today, the challenge was reading a genre novel by an indigenous First Nations or Native American author. And we decided to go with one of the suggestions from, from Book Riot. We went with Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. This book just came out, was it October, I think, of 2020? I believe so. Very, very recent. Yep. Very recent. Yep. First edition or first um, hardcover edition was October of 2020. Um, I would like to read everything she's written now. <laughs> I've read this. Which is a good bit. Like, yes. She's written a couple of comics, it looks like, and mm-hmm. she definitely wrote Star Wars stories. And Yes. I'm totally yeah. getting that. Yeah. So, th- have you I've read anything by her? No, no. At least nothing um, that stood at the top of my head. She's written in a couple of anthologies that I own, but I don't mm. know if I ever read her stories. So. Gotcha. But her, she's got another series that I want to say is two or three books. That's about the mm-hmm. the seventh world, I think is. Sorry, I'm trying to re- remember which world it was. Um, which I learned a little bit about Native American like religions and the different worlds and stuff recently. So I was like, I understand this reference. <laughs> um, but it, the the story seemed really cool too. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I agree. I I definitely was looking at her stuff trying to figure out what else. Because this is, this was really good. Yeah. I basically was like, when is, is the next one out? Is it coming out? Can I pre like what? Because the Book Riot's uh, summary says that this is the first in her, a new fantasy trilogy of hers um, called Between the Earth and Sky. So I was like, okay, trilogy, I need number two. I need it right now. <laughs> I need this to continue. Uh, but at the same, and it's not out yet. Um, no. But at the same time, it's. It's kind of like when Harry Potter, those books were being released, kind of the excitement and the anticipation yes. of waiting for the next one. So while I'm like, oh, I just want it now, I'm kind of excited to, like, have something to look forward to. Yeah. Be coming. Yeah, I don't think there's, I don't, I hope it comes out this year, but I don't know. I feel like there's been a few series or it's becoming more of a trend to extend them out even further. And I'm like, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Man, these author shout-outs on the back are amazing. I know. They're the one that got me was, this is the novel I've been waiting for. There's Martin, there's Jemison, and now there's Rowan Horace. And I was like, okay, yes. I want to, yes. Yeah. His book was another one that we considered reading. Yes. By, uh, that quote was from Stephen Graham Jones. Yeah. So, Black Sun. Can we talk about the cover of this one first? Yes. Also? I, like, I don't usually bring the full book up here, but I did because <sighs> this cover is so pretty. It's gorgeous. It's jet black. The words black sun are in, I want to say, like, sun-like print. It's, like, goldish, yeah. yellowish, you know, like, kind of like... I was thinking, like, right before an eclipse, that kind of mm-hmm. yellowy mm-hmm. orange. Yes. Then we've got, like, the outline of the sun, if you were to kind of picture but not look at an eclipse. Use your imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember what an eclipse is? Just in case you're wondering. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's when the moon Uh, will pass. Okay. Yes. Yes. Then we've got the face of someone, but where the top part, like, turns into a crow, blue, like, 
it's just it's gorgeous i just love how love how this looks yes the coloring in this is amazing and i just yeah with the gold exploding behind the crow's head oh and then not the it's the inside of the cover but you open it up and there's a map so i'm like all right there's a map we got some world building let's and then there's also a map on the back and the inside back cover like let's go (laughs) oh goodness so basically this fantasy novel is essentially about also spoilers or is there a way to do this without getting into spoilers um, I feel like if we talk a little bit about, oh, I was about to say what we liked and what we didn't like, but even that could get into spoilers. We could try to talk high level what we liked and didn't like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, high level. I really like that we've got characters, um, non-binary characters in this. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not like the people they interact with aren't like oh that's weird nothing nothing like that this is just this is life like this is this is life yeah same with um queer characters too it's Mm -hmm. it's all like this is just a thing yeah it's kind of like like schitt's creek where the homophobia doesn't exist yes when you go to a small town you're kind of bracing yourself for the homophobia and the racism you know yes yes. and it's like no that just it's not here there is none of that so it's kind of like that where there's no there's none of that um let's see i like the pace of this book i i was a little hesitant when i opened it up because i don't love fantasy like i love urban fantasy but like high fantasy i guess this would fall under um it's it has to take like this perfect combination to like get me to love it and this Mm -hmm. this more or less had that and i uh, what was the other book that we did uh children of of blood and bone Mm -hmm. also had that that good bridge moment yeah so yeah it this wasn't when they they're like we're gonna have to set sail and i was like oh i don't want to be on water i don't want to be taking a boat trip an entire book (laughs) for 20 days oh okay cool huh that's manageable yeah (laughs) for us the reader (laughs) yes exactly yes this is this is why i stopped outlander for a while because Mm. i know the next book's gonna be all on a boat i don't i don't care i care i don't like water someone's eventually gonna get thrown off Yes, we got a that's something to worry about. So, <laughs> I also liked that we basically we get um, our chapters are told from the perspective of one of four people, and I like that the chapters aren't linear, that we kind of bounce around in time, like from past to present, yes. basically. Um, that I really enjoy, just kind of getting more of the background. Like seeing like Serapio, seeing him as he is now, but then kind of getting to see how he came to be with his different teachers. Yes. Yeah, when we opened up with him, I was like, ah. Yep. This is some stuff. (laughs) We got some politics at play here already. Yep. 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 Uh, I also, I really like the character Siala. Mm-hmm. Um, strong woman. She's the captain of her ship. Like badass. Just we'll have to get into more of the why as when we dive yeah. more into the specifics. But like, yeah. just she's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, independent. I do feel like that the women character that we see for the most part the of the main and immediate side. Nobody seems overly feminine Mm -hmm. i don't i don't necessarily mean that in a bad way it's like i feel like especially with fantasy you run the risk of the really strong woman Mm -hmm. versus the princess in the high tower and while we do have um the sun priestess or the sun priest it's not you know she's still strong in her own ways there's there's just never that that contradiction if that makes sense 
And also, like, we've got the different, um, the Sky Maid clans, like the different clans. But the head of those clans, it's always a woman. And if one were to pass away, it then goes to her daughter, not to her son. So I liked that. Yes. I will say, um, just like from a high view, we can get more into this. I do feel like there's a little bit more telling rather than showing in some places. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like this could have added had another 200 pages on and it would have been fine. <laughs> just like there, there, some of it, I don't know. I w- felt that it deserved and needed that backstory of like game of Thrones where it's like, Oh, there's so many politics here, but also it's yeah. kind of fascinating. Cause now I kind yeah. of understand everybody. And I would have loved that here. I don't think it would have sold, but yeah. And so I get that. And I really, really hope that the success of this first book, because it does seem to be very well received, mm-hmm. um, allows her to write larger books. I want more yes. world building. <laughs> and maybe like the next one we'll get to find out because we hear of certain things, a little bit of how things were done before. And we we know how things are done now. But like. I'd like to know more about what made that change and yeah. just your, but I do, it, it would probably would have messed with the pacing and might've felt like yes. an info dump. Yes. So I can see why that didn't happen. I'm wondering if she w- is planning to explore that some more in the next. Yeah. Not world building, culture, culture mm-hmm. building is what I'm, yeah. 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 Cause so, I, yeah. yeah. Because we know that the we're told basically that the the role of the sun priest has diminished right. and become a little bit more of like sort of like a figurehead, but I'd like to know more about well, what did they used to do? Tell me more. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. And, then, and how did you decide it was going to be the sun priest that was going to do all these things back when you changed it to this way of being? Yeah, I just want like. Give me all the background on Teeks. Like, I just want to know. Oh, my God. I want their whole story. Yeah. I just want a history book about them. <laughs> yeah. Like, every time it was like, we're going to start a story. And I'm like, but I want to hear it, too. Right. Tell tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that. I liked uh, those were some of my favorite moments were um, when Siala, the Teak, is telling a story. Um of her people or a little bit of how she learned things. I I did enjoy that a lot. Do we have any idea where this is modern day or is this? I have no idea. <laughs> I kind of love that. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I did yeah. have a moment when they were like, we're crossing the sea. I was like, where is there a sea? Right. <laughs> like where? I like that we get the maps, but like, and it seems to be like, I didn't look though. I didn't do much research about that, but I don't know that there's an area he on earth, like our earth where that corresponds to. So I kind of like that. She's like, I've created my own little, my yeah. own little thing, you know, my yeah. own little world, literally. Cause then she can do whatever she wants with it from there for the next yeah. couple. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. So the first chapter, I was like, oh, my God, like you said. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but I because so I did read the book jacket. I did read the summary and I knew that Ciala was going to have to transport or transfer the transport, transport, transport. this guy who's um, a young, a young man, blind, scarred and cloaked in destiny. I'm like, OK. Um, but I did like that on the book jacket, it specifies yeah. that she is aware most men described as harmless are actually, you know, villains. Um, so I was like, okay, so she's going to transport this guy in her ship. And then there's some other stuff going on with this winter solstice. I was not expecting us to start off with a ritual that yeah. resulted in him being blinded. But I kind of also loved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that pulled me like, right in. <laughs> yes. Yes. I finished this book in a day. <laughs> I couldn't yeah, stop. No. I actually I started it and then set it down and picked up. I was like, mm-hmm. I gotta start from the beginning again. I just what? And mm-hmm. I think it was the point when I realized kid in the first chapter was also dude on boat. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And so when his mom is performing this ritual with him, where she has um, carved symbols into his blush, I know, um, she makes him look at the eclipse and then sews his eyes shut. And then his dad is banging on the door trying to get let in. I was like, how is she going to get out of this? How is she just because he I I don't know if the men in this book will beat the women, but like, yeah. he might murder her for this. And then yeah. she essentially sacrificed herself, like jumped off the, the terrace there. So I was not expecting that either. No, no. Although there's a part where when she's talking to him about his destiny now, he's destined to go some like physically go somewhere he asks if she's gonna go with him and she doesn't answer him and i was like oh okay maybe she's i just assume maybe she's expecting to like get thrown in prison or punished for this and that's why she can't go (laughs) yeah no no yeah yeah Um, and then it takes a very stark turn mm -hmm. into jail time if i'm not mistaken i think so I think that's our next one. Yeah, we're, we meet Shaw, who is in jail for sleeping with someone's wife. And I loved her at that yes. moment. Yes. Yes. And she's she got drunk and went home with this woman because this dude basically fucked her over and she threw him into the ocean. I was like, yes. oh, okay then. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> um... She gets out of jail because Lord Balam, I believe is his name, bails her so. out and wants to make a deal with her where she transports Serapio to um, Tova to get him. He has to get there by the, the solstice or the convergence. Um, and then he's like this deal where she can work for him for 12 years and he'll have a room for her in his house. She negotiates up to like 12% of the total earnings from her work, transporting goods and everything. But, like, there was something that she sensed about him in terms of, like, magics, because she can be a little magical. Yes. So I, I wonder if we're going to get to see more of him. Oh, I in forgot the next... about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Especially if, like, she's supposed to bring some money back. And he, she is also his, I was about to say indentured, but I'm not even sure if that's correct. <laughs> I don't know. Because also she, like... Because we're into spoilers now. She, like, sells the boat to get Serapio yeah. to the Convergence. So I, I'm like, how are you going to do this job? <laughs> there is no boat now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's like, that seemed to be... But the way that this was presented to her was kind of like a you do this or you die kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be a little disappointed if he does end up upset. Yeah. Or, like, that overly was his... upset. Right. Because that was his main concern was you have to get him there to this yeah. location within 20 days. The end. No negotiating. Yes. This is what I need. So he's rich. He probably has another ship somewhere or can get this one. This is true. This is true. It's a time of year when nobody is was, right. at sea. Yeah. Right. It's the end of the season. She'd have to go open water and you're more likely to run into sh- to ship killer storms. Um, and part yes. of why he wants her is because she's teak. And I don't think we quite learn at that point what a teak can do yet no we only learned that their bones are valuable and that she has a song in her throat like she there's yes. there's a song in her throat she can call up but we don't entirely know exactly what that means i kind of liked that not knowing yes. and then eventually getting to find out that she can basically sing the waves yeah to to her desire basically <laughs> to keep her on course um and maybe sing away a storm is the hope. <laughs> I just, right, I, I, this feels so much like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like a really, really good epic movie. Yeah. It's all I could think of was who would I cast in that role? Mm. I don't know. That's a dangerous ground to tread. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know enough actors and actresses that would fall into that. So. Right. Yeah. Backtracking from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After her chapter, I think we take another stark turn and we meet yes. Narampa. Yes. Who is dead. Yes. In this moment, in her chapter, 
the day of the convergence she is dead but she can hear and she can't quite see but she can feel and there's someone who we later learn is a witch zataya is in her and helpers are like fishing her out of the water and doing stuff to her body possibly to try to revive her so basically from that chapter i was just on edge for narampa the entire time (laughs) (laughs) because i'm like why do you die yes 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 she is a she's very dedicated to her role as the sun priest. Mm-hmm. She genuinely wants to make things better. And that has made her a target. That and the fact that she grew up a poor girl in a poor area, yes. not one of the like upper class classes, I guess so to speak. Yeah. It was a weird classes but without actually ever I don't know what I'm trying to say. Never mind. Ignore me. Sorry. She like she talks about it because she the the sun priest gets to name their successor. Yeah. So I the people were I don't think people are expecting her predecessor to name her. No, that's true. Yes. Yes. And they did. And it that basically made her a target, I think, immediately. Yeah. Do we have any idea how long she's been Sun Priest? I don't think so. Okay. I, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I'd have to, like, check again, but I don't know that we get, like, a solid she's been doing this for X amount of time or predecessor died X amount of time ago. Right. Yeah, it still feels very new mm-hmm. for the most part because I just, I can't imagine this gaslighting and this uh, level of sabotage going on that long unless right. they didn't start out intending to overthrow her. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm guessing she's been doing it for a little while and has tried to make little changes here and there. And that has also made her more of a target. And now they're just like, we don't, we need to get her out of here. Stick to the status quo. Basically. But even if she did. Go ahead. I think they would have come for her even if she did. You think so eventually? I do because of two of the people that we meet that are essentially mastermind. At least, uh, what's her name? Abba. 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 Yeah. Um, I think so because she's sleeping with the who we. Who That's true. Is assumed to be Narampa's uh, successor. That's Succe- true. yeah, successor. <laughs> um, so I think that yeah, they would have. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Should we also find out? Um, not only is it just like, oh, she's poor. Um, her brother is basically like the biggest, for lack of a better term, mafia boss. Yeah. Crime yeah. boss. That would be yes. a better word. Crime, Crime boss. boss. <laughs> Got that. Like running the Vegas of this yes. world. Yeah. To the point where when she eventually r- goes there to look for him for his help, who she has not seen in years... Um, 23 she asks, years. Yeah. She asks someone where she can find him, and the person's like, I don't want any trouble. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like, yeah. she has to bribe this person to find out how to find her brother. And then she has to, she can't just walk up to him. She has to make him, essentially make him feel like it's his idea. Yeah, like, she has to play the, the tables to get yeah. attention. And then, like, be invited to come, like, Yeah. So one of the big things that I would like to know more about is the Knight of Knives. Yes. For more of a history. We learn that this was ordered by the priesthood to essentially shut down the like heresy growing in this one section in Odo, the home of the Carrion clan. And hundreds of people are murdered. I would just like to know more about that decision. <laughs> And who all made that decision? Yeah. Because I guess that was, I, the rumblings at that point, I believe, were, no. Was that done because they thought that the, the heresy is that their 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 crow god essentially is going to come back? Yes, I think so. I think it is yeah. that cult, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, the cult lived on. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. The, the Knight of Knives did not stamp Stamp them, stamp, yeah. stamp it out. Um, Which, oh, oh, I just had a thought, but that is like spoiling 
everything. So I'll just go ahead and say it. Okay. But uh, how does it feel to write a book where the conspiracy theorists are right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like all the cults we have that all they believe in. This one's right. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) And like you could argue basically that the Knight of Knives caused the god to come back basically because that night is what made Saya, Serapio's mom, decide to pursue this. That she had found some some teachings about making a, a, a vessel, basically creating, like having a baby that you make to be the vessel for the god to return. And that night is what made her do this. So... That is a lot to carry. Yeah. I do like that um, he, uh, he can see a little bit. It's not just like the, sorry, my leg, uh, the daredevil blindness. Mm-hmm. It's like he's adapted in some ways because yeah. it's just scar tissue that's blocking him. I mean, I understand he also stared into an eclipse. He's blind either yes, way. Yes, he did. But <laughs> you can still see like shapes and stuff yeah. and his other senses are definitely heightened because yes. of the teachers that he had in part. Um, and also like he can see through the crows, his friends, which yes. definitely, definitely gave me some game of thrones vibes. <laughs> um, but I also like that. I don't think the crows talk to the, in game of thrones, right? No. They don't talk oh, to him. In so game of thrones. I don't I think honestly they do. Don't know. I don't remember. And I'm not going to do a rewatch. So yeah, whatever. But here, like, the the big crow does talk to him at the end. They have a little conversation. And actually, yeah. he's been talking to them throughout the book at one point, we find out. Which, that scene, good lord. <laughs> when he calls the crows to the ship. Yes. Oh, my God. There's a, there's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. You know, in fantasy books, I think the thing that makes me go, yes, this is a good one. I feel like some fantasy books are like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead you to the edge. I'm gonna lead you to the edge. Oh, there's an entire ship. They want to kill her. How is she gonna get out of this? This book went. We're just gonna destroy them all. And yeah. I feel like a lot of other fantasy books would be like, no, someone's gonna stand up and speak out for her. She's gonna charm them. Something less violent. I don't know. Less. Mm-hmm talk her way out or yeah yeah. where it's just like we're gonna anticlimactic that's the work i'm looking for Mm -hmm. as where this was like oh yeah you've got yourself a crow babe okay yeah and also to like back up to why the crew mutinies so yes i think probably why both of us want to know the stories of the teak like we want their history there's a, a ship killer come storm comes the men tie themselves to each other. She's the only woman on the ship. So she has her crew like in threes. Unfortunately for this one set of three, the anchor didn't tie himself down. So the other two go overboard and they're tied together. She dives in. She realizes the one of them is dead. So she cuts yeah. him loose to help the other one get out, get back on the ship. She basically turned into a freaking mermaid without realizing it while she was in the water, saving their life or saving his life. Yes. Which makes the crew very upset and oh, freak yeah. out and they lock her up with Serapio. It's I just like also a... love that she didn't know. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 She's like, what did I drink? Right. What happened? But also she remembered that he had died, but she was like, what happened after that? Mm-hmm. It's like a combination of a mermaid, a siren, mm-hmm. and like a bog witch or something it's all just wonderful yeah to like and so when they lock her up with Serapio and he's talking to her and he's like no I can hear them I, I can just hear super well and then he's like wait a minute you like because he's telling her that they want a mutiny and then he's like wait a minute you don't remember when they brought you in here and she's like no he's like okay <laughs> because he could tell there was something magical about her from the beginning yes he was basically seeing through a crow um, her conversation with Lord Balam on the docks as they were like at the ship and everything. 
but she also sensed him and the song that she let out essentially kicked him out of the bird's brain for lack of a better way to explain it (laughs) um so he like knows she's got some magics to her and she knows there's something about him but neither of them apparently knew that she could that she would develop a fin basically when yeah in the water and i'm assuming that's not her first time in the water so maybe it was like also under duress you know in a time of great adrenaline and panic (laughs) adrenaline lift up a car (laughs) yeah legs turn into a fin and you'd grow gills yeah fine (laughs) but yeah it's i like how they did the crew um Mm -hmm. there is a moment where she's like, hey, yeah, they're my crew and I'm in charge, but also I recognize that I am a woman and that's 40 men. Mm-hmm. And then I like that that's not the vibe that they give off the whole time. Right. Or like at all, really. No. And even after they mutiny and like all that, it is, do we kill her now or do we kill her in a right. way we can keep her bones or do we... It's never like a... Let's use her and then mm-hmm. kill her. Yeah. Love that. And I never, and I never worried about that either. I think yes. because like, basically they see, like, so the men, at least some of them used to be the Lord she threw into the water. Mm-hmm. They were his men. Um, so there was some concern about just that in general, because basically she, they, she threw their old boss basically overboard. <laughs> um, and having a woman on, on deck, is like a bad superstition, like a bad thing. Yeah. But I never got that. Like, I mean, I did appreciate that part that you talked about where I think it's their first night on land uh-huh. before they really set out. She's like, I'm not going to sleep here. Like, cause I'm a woman. These are a bunch of dudes. I'm going to go yeah. back to the ship uh, because women have to think that way. Uh-huh. But I do really appreciate that. I was never worried that that's the way it was going to go when they locked her up. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I really like that it's it is just a very casual throwaway line. Her first mate's like, "Hey, I'll go, you know, watch the boat if you want to stay here with the crew." And she's like, "Nah, it's cool. I'm gonna go do it because mm-hmm. it would be stupid for me not to." And yeah, you know, on my way to the next part, I think actually she turns right. around and sees him. So, but yeah. yeah, it's and we learn, you know, some of them are married. They talk about their wives' religions mm-hmm. and cultures and. It felt more like a family than, or like a, like an Ocean's Eleven, I guess, is the vibe I'm mm, looking for. Okay. <laughs> Rather than, like, pirate. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And then, back to what you were talking about with the, the crow attack, when Serapio calls his buds, the birds, to come save the day, they murder everybody. Oh, yeah. And I... I don't know if I was expecting them to murder everybody. Nope. But then I was like, you know, he's basically the vessel for a god. Like, he's going to become, well, he's a vessel for a god to return. So he's like, I'm not just a man. I'm not a man. Right. I have this power. She has been very kind to me, telling me stories, like hanging out, not treating me like I'm super weird. And they want to kill her now or later, but they're going to kill her. So, yeah, I'm going to use my power and ask my buds, the birds, to just fuck everybody up. It, I mean, also out of there, uh, they sense. were trying to decide if they were going to kill him as well, because, like, maybe yeah. he's also bad juju. And, like, he's got a job. He's got somewhere he's got to be. <laughs> he's got a job. <laughs> These are the odds. She'll get right. me there. They likely won't. All right. 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 Yep. But then I was immediately like, how are you going to steer the ship if everyone is dead? <laughs> True, true. Get a bunch uh, of birds. They make do. Yep, they make do. Gosh. Yeah, between both their magics, they're able to get it to land. And mm-hmm. <sighs> I do appreciate that she never, like, I don't know. If someone did that in front of me, I'd be flipping out. But she doesn't really freak out. I mean, she did just turn into, like, a mermaid siren type of being without knowing it. So I think at this point it's like, sure. <laughs> That'd be a lot of judgmentalness going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like she thinks that, too, at one point. She does think something like that along those lines of, like, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we've all got something. 
Uh, I love her. Yeah. Because, like, things get really tense when she basically nails what happened. That the, the guy who survived falling overboard probably kicked the other guy in the head. Yes. And killed him. And she he doesn't want everyone to find out. Because he's very vocal about wanting to kill her immediately. So. Which, like, uh, who was going to tell? And also it was an accident, I assume. Yeah. But, yeah. Also, there was sickness on the boat. They oh right had this like world renowned chef that like yes. everybody wants. I love yes. that. Yep. Had decided to be her cook, but he was sick. But he was sick and died. So especially in COVID time, I'm like, don't let yeah. him on your boat. Yeah. And I, I forgot about it because no one else was showing symptoms. Like there was no mention of anyone coughing a lot. But I was like, no, no, don't do this. And then I got lulled into forgetting about it. And then while um, Siala and um, Serapio are locked up, two people died. The cook and another person yep. die. So. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like good on him there was disease happening let's end it all <laughs> i don't know i also i love the way that when she wakes up on the boats uh it like the description of it is as she puts it together it isn't like immediate like i'm in jail she's like why am i in this room oh did i do something mm-hmm. stupid but mm-hmm. hold on a second last night someone died yeah. I'm in a jail. Like, the build-up yeah. to it felt great. Yes. Sometimes when you drink a lot, you got to piece the night together, and yeah. we definitely walked through that with her. Yes. <laughs> I love their... I was about to say I love their friendship. I love what the start of their relationship, mm-hmm. I guess. Did you think they were going to have sex? <sighs> I didn't care. Mm. Like, the, when she, the first time that she just jumps on him and, and everything, mm-hmm. and he's like, I can't. And I'm like, because you're a vessel. Like, <laughs> we're all seeing this, right? Like, you're right. not human. <laughs> and uh, I, and then it kept coming back up. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't care, guys. Like. I actually really like the dryness of, like, I wish I could have had this life, but I'm a vessel. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm wondering if this is hitting because of WandaVision, like, because mm. that feels a little Vision androidy, And so maybe that's how I'm just reading it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I because I – do you remember that movie The Immortals, I think is what it was called, with Henry Cavill? No. I don't know. He – looked amazing and rich Um, so i was like i gotta see this you know but i and i i'm gonna butcher the explanation of this because i only saw that movie once but there's these i don't know if they're goddesses or but she like is maybe the last one and if she has sex she'll lose her powers which i can't remember if she sees the future or reads my i don't know what she does but she has some type of power and if she has sex she'll lose it and she totally has sex with him so she loses her power. So my thought was he's not going to because he doesn't want to risk that. I was thinking they're gotcha. like when they started kissing, I was like, he's not he's not going to have sex with her because I, I was thinking along those lines of what if it messes up? I don't know if the vessel has to be pure, but I just thought it was going to be because of that. Yeah, yeah I just definitely um, read it as Android, like with a yeah. soul inside, like just a little thing bobbing up and down. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then, and then, like, so when they have their last day together, I was like, I don't think they're going to. Like, I know it was, it was, there was sort of like a, well, what do you want to do with her type of thing? Like, where you're going to give her a gift? And I was like, I don't think we're going there. We're not doing that. Um, and they didn't, which I, I, I liked that. That, yeah. Like, sure, this could have been the start. If, if they had met yes. under different circumstances and he was a different human being. Yes. <laughs> then maybe it could, they could have had something. Um, but that ended when he turned 12 and basically, yeah. So, but I liked the connection that they had. I do too. Yeah. Like it, I like that kind of, it would have cheapened it a lot if they did. Mm -hmm. 
because she was truly heartbroken when she realized when he told her yeah. the truth about why he needed to get to Tova and what was going to happen when he got there on the convergence. Um, is he the villain? I don't know. I said this on um, Screen Snark when I recorded with them that I was it was kind of the thing of like, is he the villain? Is he the bad guy? Should I be rooting against him getting yeah. to Tova? But at the same time, I really like Ciala, so I don't want anything to happen to her. Same, I was like, yeah. fuck her crew. I don't know about them. Um, but then there's clearly some shit going on amongst the Watchers and, like, the Sun Priest. Like, it, are things better? It doesn't sound like things are better. Right. Now, would it be better if this god comes back? I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. really excited to find out because I... That discussion of harmless men being the villain... And that, I don't know, if you flip this around, he is so easily the villain. Yes. I mean, her crew would definitely think he's the villain. I mean, yes. (laughs) Oh, they have families. Oh, no. I forgot about that. you know what? You shouldn't have tried to kill my girl, Tiala. And then you'd still be alive. How about that? (laughs) (sighs) Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. Because the other thing is, if... The Watchers. That's I'm using the term, the right term, right for the people that basically overthrew Narampa. Yes. If yeah. not, then if, I don't know what the Watchers are, but I know they were mentioned. Yes, the Watchers, because that's Abba. Okay. Yeah. Ikton, yeah. Oh yeah. So we if do the, have a character those, list. Yes. If they hadn't basically overthrown her, like did their own little version of a mutiny, essentially, and taken her title away, she would have been murdered. And the the god would have returned. Yeah. So then I would have been sad because I like her. <laughs> but now I don't know what's going to happen. Because so she dies. Based, Narampa dies. She was going to die no matter what. Right. That is what the but witch they, told her. Yes. And Ava and her crew basically kidnap her and they're going to frame Carrie and Crow because they want to do another Night of the Knives is basically the thing. Yes. Shut shut down the cultists or try to again because it worked so well for the first time because now here we are. Um, So she jumps off the bridge on her own, says the witch's name and the witch finds her. I'm assuming she's going to come back to life. I'm assuming so too. You don't give such a clip hanger of a... Right. Indeed. But is Serapio now going to come after her and want to kill her? Because he totally realized that was not the right sun yeah. priest. The, the fake one in, like, was upset about it. Yes. But does that all, that also means that Ava's dead, right? Because she, she was one of the priests there. Oh, yeah. Oh, did they all die? Uh, yes. They did, did, yeah, she used to, yeah. Everybody. Which, I'm not mad about that, because she no, pissed yeah. me off a lot. Hassan, I think, the older priest. I was on the fence about him. I don't think Ixtan died, though. There was definitely someone in their place. Yes. Crafty, crafty. So we're going to get to see them again. Yeah. But like... There's so many people. Sorry, I'm just like shuffling them yeah. in my head. Like, wait a second. Okay, yeah. I'm here. Because we also haven't even talked about the fourth person whose perspective we get. <laughs> I feel like he has less chapters. <laughs> yeah, because I was sitting here going, who is it again? Yeah. <laughs> Okoa, the son of the Carrion yes. Clan's matron who yes. dies. We are told she dies in her bed. Right. Which, the timing of it, because all the priests are going to do the shuddering, which is this traditional, what, 20 days before the convergence or the solstice where they don't, they just stay inside and fast. Right. Um, because she died, now they need to have a funeral. As well, if they're going to do the appropriate thing for her, they're going to have the funeral. But that means leaving and going out and not being shuttered, right. essentially. So I was like, nope, somebody murdered her, <laughs> or <laughs> to draw them out because they want to kill Narampa. Because we've already at that point, we've already had one attempt on her life yes. that we've gotten to see. So I'm still not sold on how she died. Who the priest? They're not the priest, the matron. Yeah, they say that she killed herself. Oh, she definitely didn't kill herself. No. 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 They fished her out of the river. Yeah. But I don't think she went over the cliff into the river on her own. No, definitely not. 
So, but I'm like, was it her daughter? Because it, what, unless, we know it wasn't Okoa because he wasn't there. Right. Unless there's a chance that she had, there's some prophecy or like something. So she was trying to work against the sun priest. I don't know. Basically, like if she knew her death would start chain of something, mm. then I could see it being a suicide. Otherwise, it's definitely yeah. her. Yeah, if she was a dedicated um, event, like cultist, she had to then, happen. Yeah. yeah, she was a like secretly a cultist. But then Akoa gets that letter from her that he basically left, that she basically left in the care of her shield, his cousin. Right. Um. But like that was something that she left in his possession since basically when Akoa was born. So is that a prophecy that she was going to be? And he deciphers it as her being murdered. She may have known. I don't know. Yeah. But then like, so maybe I'm wondering like, is his sister or his shield or her shield, his cousin? Right. I don't think it's his sister because I think she's such a red herring. Hmm. Like, yeah. it's so clear there's problems there and everything, and, like, that she yeah. could do it, but I don't think she did. Too obvious to have the person who would take over be the one to yes. do it. Because when Okoa is told, when his cousin goes to him and tells him, there's something that tells him not to open the letter from his mom in front of his cousin. And so that's why I'm like, maybe I'm not supposed to trust you. Right. It doesn't come up again, though. It's only in that first part when we first see them interacting yeah. the first time. It's got to have more in the next book. Yeah. I did like that. I feel like there was kind of a theme between uh, several of our characters where, like, a mother figure or their mom mm-hmm. warns against, like, trusting other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because while on the ship, Serapio, mm-hmm. okay, uh, Serapio wants to talk about his culture and, mm-hmm. and explain stories and things like that. But then, well, I guess it wasn't his mom. It was uh, one of his tutors mm-hmm. that, like, made it very clear you shouldn't trust people. Yeah. Yep. And he murders two of his teachers. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Yes. I um, also want, like, because we don't exactly know why Tiala left her family. We just know right. something about her mom and her aunt. Like, something happened. So I'm very curious to find out her story. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be, I'm hoping the next one's bigger. Yeah. Give it all to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Although this does say trilogy, so maybe it's, you know. Yeah. But. I don't know. I just, I don't know how George R. R. Martin got, a, yeah, got away with writing these thick-ass books that I just know that there are writers, women writers, authors of color, that couldn't get away with that. But that's where I want it. <laughs> Give me all the political bullshit. That is actually like one of my biggest complaints about some YA fiction and stuff like that is that they promise political intrigue and it always ends up being about which boy are they going to end up with. Mm-hmm. See that every time. So I just like this has it. Yep. But it's just enough to be like, here's a teaser. And I'm like, no, give me more. Yeah. definitely want more i'm very concerned about narampa though yes because like i because then also too we get a little bit of a story from i don't remember exactly who it was in the book that talks about how gods used to walk the earth and then there was the gods war and a lot of them died so is that true in this like is that where if if this crow god was that like, was that their true history that where they used to like legit walk the earth i'm very curious yeah i i was just thinking um 
one of my kind of, I guess, favorite tropes, I don't know if it's necessarily a trope, is that uh, gods exist, all gods exist as long as someone believes in them or mm-hmm. as long as the belief is big enough. And I feel like this is kind of a twist on that mm-hmm. where that's like everybody's like your god is dead, but there's no like because people on earth wouldn't hold those like that's we believe our god is the true god mm-hmm. uh so it's kind of a nice twist if you think of like the cult getting enough people that that belief became big enough i don't yeah. know i'm like i'm curious which way this is going to go because we don't have the god's war like right what? Or, like, was Saya's magics that she, and rituals that she and all her friends conspiring did, like, did that just, was that enough? Is that just what was needed? Yeah. And then, because the crow, when, when the crow, the, the crow god comes back, basically, when he grabs the sun priest, he says that he's been waiting a long time to do this, or my old friend, or something like that. So... I'm just, I just want to know why, like, (laughs) like an old sun priest, like banished you. Like, I want, I want the why, like, why are you gunning for the sun priest? Yes. Other than like the fact that I feel like every religion, maybe not every, almost all religions, like the sun God or the, you know, Mm -hmm. is an asshole. Mm -hmm. Hands down, just like Mm -hmm. the worst. So maybe that's what's going on here too. Maybe. Maybe. I also wonder if we're gonna get more of Durampa's brother. I feel like that's not gonna be oh, the last and I hope we get more of Zataya, the witch. Yes. I want more of her too. If like you cannot introduce under under Lord's under yeah. Lord's what word am I looking for here? You this like you can't introduce the seedy area, right. this Vegasy thing and not you know have it show again right it's got to become important someone's going mm-hmm. to hide there yeah yeah maybe that's where she's gonna go that maybe that's yeah. where Zataya is gonna bring her body back to because she wasn't guaranteeing that it was gonna work because this was not right. a magic that she had done before she was taught it by her mom but had never done it so this is like she was like now we wait yeah so. no I liked it I like that uh, just the point lateness of you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. It's just it's foretold. The end. There's no way oh. around it. Not the end necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want a hillberry, yeah. Oh shit! And plug my computer. Hang on. Oh. oh come on. Okay, we're good. Okay. <laughs> like, just don't drop enough that it can't handle everything. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to get into? Oh, go ahead. No, I just, I was laughing at the fact that there was someone on Goodreads that was like, does this end on a cliffhanger? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, generally the first of any series will usually end on some form of a cliffhanger. Yeah. There's something going to be unanswered. And we've got some things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can't wait. And I I hope they keep similar cover art. Yes. I will keep buying these in hardback if that's the case. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to have to like... I tried looking really quick to see if I could figure out when the next one was coming out, but I couldn't find anything. So I got to do some more digging. Yeah, I don't think the title's even been announced. Yeah. So it's it's probably if it's before October, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Any last thoughts you wanna, or anything else you wanna get into on this one? No, I think I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for writing a boat book with uh, someone getting knocked off that didn't make me want to kill myself, though. <laughs> like, those scenes always stress me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we didn't stay on the boat forever. Yes. <sighs> and who knows what the next one's going to bring. I do want more of the birds. Like the big yes. giant crows and the giant like water strider. Like, I want more of those. I want to see more of that. <laughs> 
right. So before we get into what we are reading next for the podcast, what are you planning to read next that is not for the podcast? Oh, that is a good question. Um, mm-hmm. Forgot I had gotten this audiobook. Uh, I am going to read Concrete Rose by Angie Thomas. Ooh. It is the prequel to The Hate You Give um, about Star's father nice. as a teenager. So, yeah. That's a good one. You have to let me know yeah. what you think. I will. I also need to get a physical copy of it to go with the other books. Nice. What about you? What are you going to read next? I'm going to pick something from my book of the months that keep arriving and I keep not oh, reading yes. them. So <laughs> I'm going to go with Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. So I don't remember the the full description but I, our main character, basically, she gets spontaneously married and starts reexamining her life. Seems like it could be a fun read. But make it queer. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. One of the descriptions is quirky. So I think it'll be fun, too. Like yeah. millennial. So, Always down for millennial. Yeah. And LGBTQ themes. Like, yes. yes more of this, please. Yes. So. So. That's what we're doing next. That's not for the podcast. For the podcast, we are going to take one step back from the... We're going to put the the challenge on pause because our next episode is going to be our 100th episode. So we have decided that we're going to just put it on pause, pick something that we've been wanting to read. Um, We are going with... Damn it. I'm trying to get it ready. (laughs) Let's be honest. It's not necessarily something that... We all want to read. It is something That's that true. Megan's been like, hey, I want you guys to read this. I mean, okay. I have had this. Remember that first time I quit Audible like a year and a yes. half to two years ago? It's been in my library since yes. then. So it is time. Um, we are reading The Diviners by Libba Bray. And we are also bringing back two amazing friends of the podcast, Tim and Ollie. We're going to have a great time. Probably yes. lots of giggles like last time. Yes. We do require you to have a dress code when you listen to this episode. It is 1920s New York chic. Right. Right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. (laughs) Wait, have you read this? The Diviners? Yeah. Yeah. Like three times. This is... Okay. Yes. Yes. So as just a quick peek behind the curtain, Ollie texted me earlier and was like, damn it. I have to read all of these now. I was like, at least you don't have to wait. All of the books are out. All four. Nice. So. Now, have you done the audio, the audible, like the audio version of it? Okay. This is seriously one of my favorite audio books because of the music or the background music occasionally. Mm -hmm. um, And because I just love the um, narrator. She does... Oh, I was trying to find it at the same time. Okay. She gets into like that Midwest 1920s and that mm-hmm. Mid-Atlantic and a little bit Southern. And she does it so well. I love narrators that can distinguish characters, not only of all the same gender, but of both genders. And doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel weird about it. Yeah. Um, trying to figure out. I want to say that it's. Okay, it is. It's January Lavoie, who I think is like one of my all-time favorite narrators. So nice, yeah, awesome. I'm very excited then that I have this on Audible. <laughs> yes, and have had it for a while. We're gonna get through that <laughs> backlog of mine at some point. I also yes. need to quit Audible again because I think I've got like three credits. <laughs> that I need to use. Oh no. <sighs> yeah. This, it, I'm a little bummed. This is happening in April, even though or March area because this book always gives me like good fall vibes mm. so i was gonna say go walk while it's nice and like crisp as it's turning cool and i was like that is not this time of year at all no we're trying to get up here we're trying to get out of the cool like it's gonna be in the 50s I oh mean, no it hit 80 the other day oh my gosh we don't have that yeah. nowhere near that yeah. tomorrow's gonna be 50 and rainy maybe snow on friday at 37 but then 50s <laughs> In the 50s after that. Nice. nice. <laughs> so, Maybe one more snow. Yeah. I might be able to pretend that it's fall next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like 
end of fall. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to get this crazy group together. Yeah, it's going to be another good time. Awesome. All right, so where can people find you? Uh, right now you can find me here. Oh, no, wait. You can find me here. <laughs> you can find me at Minds at York. I forgot. I also have coming up. Uh, I work on a podcast, an audio drama called Sporadic Phantoms. Uh, when this episode is out, I do believe the third episode will be coming out. It comes out monthly. It is an Animorphs-related audio drama, but it is also a really cool, modern twist on it. So even if you don't have that Animorphs background, but you like sci-fi or cult stuff, you just won't get the like little bitty nuances throughout of of what's geared towards Animorphs. But yeah, just think about like, hey, a cult that is actually successfully getting people in 2020. So I write on that and I'm going to be on the next episode. So yeah. Awesome. What about you? Where can people find you? So for me, um, I'm probably going to say this next time we record as well, but because it'll be in two weeks. But in two weeks, you can find me on Screen Snark. Um, Yay! Fellow network podcast that I guessed it on. It should come out in two weeks, I believe, on Monday the 29th, I believe, is when it should launch. You can actually find Meg on there as well if you go back and check out some of their past episodes. Um. And then you can also find us, JBC Pod- me on JBC Podcast, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And also don't forget that we are part of the C- Certain POV Network. So check us out on CertainPOV.com to find other super fun podcasts like Screen Snark. Screen Snark. Stumbling over my words here. <laughs> um, or check out our Discord. Yeah. You can find us in all of those places. Yeah. And so come back. We'll be here or check back with us in two weeks. We'll be back with the Diviners, with Ollie and Tim. It's going to be great. It's going to be probably a lot of laughs and probably a very long episode, which I am looking forward to. (laughs) Same. Yes. I apologize, but also I don't. I'm so excited to talk about this book with people. (laughs) Nice. Did did it matter which people? I mean, yes. 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 I love you guys. I think it's going to be a good group. It's going to be a good group. Yes. Awesome. So check us out in two weeks. And in the meantime, keep supporting your local libraries and your independent bookstores.